I have a friend of mine that had a TV show on RFD TV and basically the RFD came in and they did all the production. They would film over three or four days just to get a 30 minute TV show out. And he basically shut down his training business because of this TV deal. And they got about five episodes in it and RFD canceled it. And wow. he basically never really got his training business back going again after that. To me, what I'm doing now is more important than what that might be later. Yeah. It's got to fit in with my current business plan. Tim, thanks for joining me again. Hey, good to be here. Good to see you. It's been a while. Did we talk last in, was it October? That sounds about right. That's when we started our challenge, at least. And you put us up to publishing our YouTube videos on Facebook. Yeah, I'm interested to see how that went. So it was interesting. Some of the metrics changed a lot, and some of them did not change so much. Our reach started increasing a lot from month to month. I think it almost doubled since October to today, but we aren't seeing very many views that are over 60 seconds long. Hmm. So that doesn't seem super good. However, we are getting a lot more link clicks. We were getting about like 15 per post and now we're in the forties. So still not amazing, but if somebody's willing to click a link, they're likely more warmed up to the brand than right. You're bringing them down your sales funnel. Sure. Yeah. So I'm not quite sure what to think. I think it's still worth it to keep going with it, but I wonder if it's a difference in our audience. Maybe they aren't on Facebook as much as your audience. What do you think about it? It's definitely a different audience on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, My audience is, and the audience is there to look for different things. I believe, Facebook audience, um, some of them are there to purchase something. Some of them are there for entertainment where YouTube viewers, they're more, okay, let's sit down and watch TV kind of audience. (laughs) They seem to be like they they watch for a longer period of time where Facebook just don't seem to watch for as long, like something like in between short form and long form, but interesting. I get a lot better sales conversions on Facebook than I do YouTube by exponentially a lot better. And do you find that many people are watching over 60 seconds on your Facebook or is that those numbers pretty low? Uh, In the last 30 days, I had just under a million views under 60 seconds. Wow. That's amazing. And how many people... Is the majority of people watching for a few seconds or do you have quite a few that are watching? Oh, I've got almost 2 million that watch for three seconds. Okay. Wow. Yeah. You're a lot higher than us. So I wonder if we just have to stick with it for a little longer. Yeah. And and I think, I, I don't know about with you, but I know with me, it took a while for Facebook to figure out who to serve my videos to. I'm in the horse training niche, which sounds like horses are horses, but really people are interested in horses for different reasons. 
and you might be somebody that's interested in it for training or you just want to see pictures of horses it's kind of like a lot of small niches inside of a big niche and mm -hmm. i think facebook had a really hard time figuring out who to serve my videos to and, and youtube did to an extent too but I believe YouTube did a better job because they served my videos to what seemed like friends of friends, where Facebook seemed like they were just throwing darts on the wall and seeing what stuck. And once it started sticking, it stuck. I'm actually just a couple hundred uh, followers from going over 100,000 followers on Facebook. Wow, that's exciting. It is. It is. And you find it still growing pretty quickly or has it slowed down? Pretty quickly. I've gained about a thousand followers since Christmas. So about a wow. thousand a week. Yeah. I have noticed with our metrics, the reach is increasing a lot. Our reach was much, much lower for the first 10, 15 videos we published. And then it started going up. Yeah, and, and I'll, I kind of look at reach is almost like the very top of your sales funnel. And mm -hmm. you have to reach them before you can start bringing them down the sales funnel. So as yeah. long as your reach is getting better, um, they're going to eventually trickle down. That's kind of like looking at the audience on YouTube and the new viewers on YouTube. As long as your new viewers are getting bigger, your channel is going to grow. Um, but as soon as you're not getting new viewers, you're, you're losing growth. Right. And Facebook must see some potential in those viewers if it's increasing the reach, even though exactly. you know I'm so used to YouTube where I think, well, if they're not watching for a long time, it, it was a failed, failed view. But Facebook wouldn't keep promoting it if it they didn't see any potential. The algorithm didn't see any potential in the video. So that's a good sign. Yeah. And, and I've noticed like the monetization on the Facebook videos is – a lot less than what YouTube is, but I have a lot better sales conversions on Facebook. So it, it really makes it worth doing. Yeah. And that's what matters to us too. You know, we want to help our, our community grow and we want a solid community of loyal viewers that help each other. And we want people to get a lot from our free content and also, you know, convert to project 24, but the ad revenue it's not a big part of our YouTube strategy either. Not at all. It's, we don't really even consider it. Right now, I, my ad revenue on YouTube is pretty good. Really? Uh, I bet. Yeah. But but um, the main thing, I, I train horses, so I have to get the horses in to train them, and that's where Facebook comes in. I, that would mm -hmm. really – basically, Facebook is where I, I guess you'd say I advertise, but I'm getting paid to advertise, basically. Yeah, it's a – it's a good system you have set up. So tell me about the TV deal we talked about last time. What progress has that? We signed the contract and basically now it's up to the producers to syndicate it with a channel somewhere. I don't know where that's going to be. And we're basically, they're going to sign the contract on their end to syndicate it. And I'm ready to make the videos. Basically I'll be handling all the production on my end which basically it's what I'm already doing. And wow. depending on where they syndicate it, that's going to kind of determine our, our format length and that kind of thing. And that's going to more get into editing than actually videoing. So that's supposed to start coming out this spring and we'll see how it goes. I'm pretty excited about it. I think 
I think that's going to, it's kind of like the top of the sales funnel. I'm going to reach more people and it's going to trickle down from there. It surprises me that they're having you produce it on your own. They're, they're just having you use all your own equipment and do everything the way you have been. I, I, yeah, but I really, I wanted it that way when we were talking about the contract because I didn't want somebody else coming in and telling me how to make my videos. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I do. I know what works for what I'm doing. And I didn't want somebody to come in and, and make me do something that was going to run my expenses way up to a point where it wasn't worth doing. So that right. was basically uh, a way of controlling my expenses. I know what it's going to cost me. So uh, I'm, I'm okay with it that way. And they were okay with that? Yeah, they, they were fine with it. Yeah, they were fine with awesome. it. So. I don't know when it comes down to them syndicating it with a channel that might play into their negotiating on their end. I have a friend of mine that had a TV show on RFD TV and basically the RFD came in and they did all the production and they would film over three or four days just to get a 30 minute TV show out. And he basically shut down his training business because of this TV deal. And they got about five episodes in it and RFD canceled it. And wow. he basically never really got his training business back going again after that. So wow. that's to me, to me, what I'm doing now is more important than what that might be later. It's yeah. got to fit in with my current business plan. Of course. Yeah. It's good that you have that example to learn from. Yes, it's very helpful. And I have some friends that work with a local TV channel here, and I've been able to talk to them and, and kind of find out from them what was the right questions to ask, really what it comes down to. Are you locked in at all with the number of videos that you'll do or anything like that? We, I'm kind of locked into a range. Um, we left that open to a point, depending on basically what their syndication comes up with. And, and I talked to, in part of our negotiation is we, we can talk about that and see how that goes. Uh, I'm willing to adjust that. I just, main thing is I want to not do anything that interrupts my business that I'm doing now and control my expenses. That's my main two things in all this. Definitely. And is there any plan to kind of promote your YouTube channel or promote your business in the show? Do you have any control over if they, you know, mention that people can reach out to you for training or mention your YouTube channel? Yes, that it was part of the deal. Yes, definitely. Cool. And I'm gearing, I'm kind of steering them towards my website, basically. Uh, okay. More so than YouTube and uh, Facebook. Well, that's super exciting. And then you had another opportunity. So tell me about that one. Uh, I was asked to be basically uh, a a consultant, training consultant, blog consultant for a website, basically a pretty large website. And I'm overseeing, I'm not doing all of the blog posts, but they're paying me to kind of oversee the blog posts. I'll do some um, listed as a feature trainer on that website. And basically they're in the horse industry the more big picture and okay. they need basically a consultant to consult on the training side of it. Are you verifying the articles to make sure that 
the information is accurate. Yes, and that it fits in with their uh, direction they're going with the website. And I'm writing some articles also. So it's kind of kind of a partnership thing. I'm getting backlinks from there onto my website. So that helps my website too. Okay. And are they compensating you in any other way or is it mostly just the backlinks and the connection? Yeah, yeah, they are. Awesome. Wonderful. Yeah. Well, that is really exciting. And do you know about how many page views per month that website gets? Uh, last time I checked, they were getting about 600,000. Are they the biggest in horse training? Not really, no. And, and, and a lot of the websites and... They had you have all the magazines, Horse Illustrated, that was back doing magazines way back when, and they're they're getting blog posts that other people are writing, AI's writing, and basically a lot of it's not even horse related, and some of it's wrong information. And there's some other players coming in, like this one website that's trying to be more more helpful like like magazines used to be and the, yeah. mag, the magazines that converted to website digital they're just they're just not that helpful there's a lot of a lot of information that has no value yeah there's something about when websites get too big often it seems like they are usually erring on the side of caution so there might not be a ton of incorrect information but they get so generic. It's like they don't want to take the time. Exactly, yes. They don't want to risk being wrong, but they don't want to take the time to do any original research or they're, they're, Yeah, they're so worried about about running somebody off that they're not really keeping eyes on their paper. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That's smart of this company to work closely with somebody like you. And kind Yeah, of... yeah. It, it's it's working good so far. And so you've already started this? Yes. Awesome. And is it taking a lot of your time? Not too much, really. It's not not too bad at all. Uh, mostly done by email, so it, I'm able to do it when I have time. And have you seen that your business has picked up at all? I've seen that my website traffic has picked up. Okay. So that that's really what I was after. Uh, yeah. I, I'm getting around fifty thousand page views to my website a month, and. I just started that in, I think August was my first full month. Wow. That is really quick progress. Amazing. And how did this company find you? I think they saw me on Facebook, reached out to me. So that brings me to a question. <laughs> With the TV deal, you know, you can think, well, who knows? Maybe it's just kind of luck. But with these two separate instances of like large large companies reaching out to you. Do you think there's something you're doing that's kind of um, causing that, causing companies to want to reach out to you and people wanting to collaborate with you? I think there is. I think uh, I think there are several pieces there that fit in. I think that they like what I do and they want to be a part of it. And they see the value of the, the eyes that I have on my videos already. They're, they're, want, they're basically wanting a piece of the, the viewers that I have. Yeah. Yeah, I imagine it's a combination of how popular, how popular you are and also that experts in this field are trusting you. They can tell you really know what you're talking about and you're honest with your audience. And 
and things like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, and, and I haven't, I, I get, I don't know, at least three or four, maybe five emails a week of companies wanting to partner on this and that and sponsor, and I, I generally turn all of them down. Uh, the couple of products that um, I do get sponsorship for, I used them before they even contacted me. And they saw me using their product in the video and they contacted me then. So oh, funny. So you didn't even reach out to the ones you I didn't, they No, I didn't even reach out to them. Yeah. Yeah. One, one, there... in, one in particular is uh, supplements and they, they have several products to treat several different things. And basically I just did a video that, that I like this product and it works and this is what it is. And if you, if you have this issue, uh, this is a good product. And about two months after I put that video out, the owner of that company emailed me. Wow. I bet your audience loves that. Yeah. And, and, and it's That's kind a of a, I guess somewhat success gets success. I mean, you can do the same thing, but if you don't have any viewers, that company is never going to know that you're out there. So you, you have to get the eyes on the videos. Right. And you focus on the audience first. You still are putting the audience first with everything, clearly. You have to have value to your videos. And if you provide value, that's eventually going to come back to you. Where if you're not providing any value, you're not going to go anywhere. I love how organic your brand is in so many ways. Everything from the way you've grown it to the way you monetize and do sponsorships and make your business decisions is so very organic and so very focused on what you're passionate about, what your audience wants and what your audience is passionate about. I just really like that you've kept it that kind of pure. You're not, you're not going off. Course. Yeah. And, yeah. It, it all started just because people were sending me horses to train and I wanted to put out some videos so that they could see that I was really doing what I was supposed to be doing. And that's, yeah, really how it started. And that's pretty much what I've stuck with. So you said that you've never reached out to a company. Are there any products you use regularly that are not currently affiliates with you? Um, there are a few and I did reach out to a feed company several months ago and they told me that they don't do any partnerships and that's why you don't see a brand to feed on any of my videos. Oh, interesting. I've won a lot showing horses and what you feed horses has a lot to do with what you're going to get out of it. It's like, uh, you're, you're building, uh, a kind of like an athlete, you're building up an athlete and you're going to get out what you put in. So mm -hmm. that company didn't want to be a part of it. So I won't show what product I used for my feed. The rest of the, the brand deals that you've turned down that have reached out to you, is that just because you don't believe in the products or you just don't want to be selling too much on your channel? It, well, I don't want to be selling too much to begin with. That's the main thing. But if it's something that fits, I'll do it. But it, it's most of it's just been stuff that didn't fit. Um, okay. I did turn down a deal with a, a hat company that made cowboy hats that I almost took but it isn't the brand that I normally wear. So I didn't take the deal. Um, That's cool. it's kind of, kind of how I am. And how you are is definitely working for you. It's clear. 
that uh yeah, exactly and and i'm i don't want to change what i'm doing to make short-term money right that's that's not why i'm here and i think that's how you're keeping such a cohesive brand i think people trust trust cohesive brands because they can tell that they're more genuine yeah i, I really think that's a big part of it so in 2024, what other goals do you have? You're maintaining this um, partnership with the blog. You are going to be starting the YouTube channel. And then I assume you're continuing your horse training business and publishing videos weekly. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, I'm going to lower the number of horses that I take in training a little bit. Okay. Um, just to kind of help me manage my time. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to start doing some live training videos where they, they can watch live, interact live. I can answer questions where it, it, I guess it would be kind of like a cross between a podcast and a question and answer. And I think I haven't found anybody anywhere close to my industry that does anything like that. Cool. And I'm really putting myself out there as far as this is what I do. You, you see it. And, and I think it, really i think it's a good idea to show people that this is what i am i'm not editing anything out but the other side of that is what i'm really i guess kind of my secondary thing i'm trying to accomplish that's one less video i have to edit and yeah i'm gaining that way too that's a bold move and have you done any in that format yeah have you done any lives i actually did one last week and just kind of a test video um I just got internet to my barn. That's been, that was kind of a funny story. Uh, for months, AT&T would tell me that they didn't service my area. And now a different company is running some cables. So now all of a sudden AT&T said, Hey, we'll service your area now. Which I hate dealing with that. That's really all I can get right now. So uh, I just got internet. So I was kind of test, mainly testing equipment, make sure I had a good enough upload speed and all that. Yeah, I love that. You're trying to get internet to your barn. It's awesome. <laughs> in certain parts of the country, they're like, well, gee, don't everybody have internet? But it is it is in the country, so right. not, not everybody has internet. What was the viewership like on the live? Was it comparable to your regular videos or way lower? I mean, I imagine it was a bit lower since it's such, so new. It, 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 was, it was a little bit lower, but I had a lot of comments. It was only like a seven-minute video, and I had like 42 comments. Wow. So, and I didn't put anything out ahead of time saying that I was going to do it. I just popped up and did it because I wasn't even sure if it was going to work. I didn't want to be, tell everybody I was going to be doing it in the middle, find out I didn't have a good enough interconnection or upload speed or anything like that. Yeah, that's a huge that, It actually went really good. That's smart to kind of do a little beta test there without <laughs> announcing it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure you'll get a lot more viewers if you announce it and then engagement engagement's the key with the lives that that's what i'm that's what i'm thinking and and i'm i'm pretty good about getting engagement on my videos that's one of the things that i think my statistics are better than most people and uh, i i'd mentioned that on the last one i i never ask anybody to like comment subscribe i don't do any generic calls to action like that but yeah. What I do is while I'm riding a horse, I'll ask her, are you having this kind of problem with your horse? Or what color do you think this horse is? Or <laughs> do you, what, do, can you guess what breed this horse is? And that, that's how I'm getting the interactions. And they're, they're pretty, uh, as close to having a conversation as you can in a video like that. Yeah. Almost like if somebody was there and you were teaching them about horses, 
you might. Yeah, that, that's that's how I try to do it, and uh, that that's why I think the transition into the live videos is going to be really easy and going to go really good. Yeah, you said something interesting there that you know it's not that you just don't ask for comments and likes. It's, I mean, you don't, but it's not that you don't do that, and so you get more views, but maybe less comments. It's not really a trade-off in your case. You're saying you get more engagement than anybody else in your industry without even generically asking for it. And you're, you're finding these natural ways to do it, but that is really interesting to me. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, instead of just saying like, comment, subscribe, I'm, I'm asking questions in a more interactive way where people more want to interact. So yeah. asking them about their experience with a horse with this problem, that kind of thing. That's amazing. I'm excited to see how those lives do. And you said you're going to be doing every other video live or do you have a schedule? I, I, I'm going to start off doing like every Thursday morning, a live video. Cause we're already record on Mondays and Thursday mornings. Okay. So like, and I know Thursday morning is probably not a good day for viewers, but that's what works with when we video. So that's how I'm going to start. They'll figure it out. I think I mean, people can watch the replays if you're consistent. Watch yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I'm sure plenty of people will be able to watch at that time. Are you going to do like community posts on YouTube or a lot of posts on Facebook to spread the word about these lives? I, I will. I probably won't right away until I make sure I have all the bugs and the kinks worked out. Uh-huh. But eventually, yeah, I will. Try it a few more times. Well, that's exciting. Yeah. And then how often are you going to publish a regular video? I'll, I'll stick with one a day. Um, I, I do a, a video goes up every day, a long that's form right. video. That's right. One and a day. I remembered you were super consistent. I forgot that you were doing one a day. It's amazing. Yeah. I, since we talked last, I now, my sister, which who does my video and she's helping me with some editing and that's taken some off of my plate. And since then I've actually started uploading a few shorts, trying that out. I, I did a few shorts way back when they first monetized them. I guess that was the beginning of the year sometime. And that was the big hot thing everybody was doing. And I, it took me a lot of time. I didn't really see the value at the time. I could see where the value could be in getting new subscribers, but it, it wasn't converting for the amount of time. And since then I found a, a website that makes it a whole lot more reasonable time-wise that's cutting my long forms into some shorts. And so I'm doing a little bit of that now. Probably Tell me two about or three that. Weeks. What website is that? Uh, Opus. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah, have it's a pretty nice. Kind of. And um, I, I'll give it a link to one of my websites on YouTube, and it'll it'll give me six, eight, ten, however many shorts, mm-hmm. and I'll pick two or three of those out that I like and upload those. And it finds them for you pretty well. It finds them for me, and and, and it kind of what was time consuming before when I was doing it manually is if I wanted to kind of cut three or four pieces out and put them together, that was really time consuming, but Opus does all that automatically. Yeah. And I'll go in and, and just make little changes here and there. And that's really it. That's really nice. Really nice website. That's awesome. I'm sure. And do you have like a premium subscription to that? No, right now I just got a basic pr- subscription. I'm getting enough um, shorts out of that. And I don't remember. It gives me so many hours a month or something like mm-hmm. that. And it, it's, 
it's giving me all the shorts that I need right now. I know with shorts. I mean, it takes a while to build up an audience for that too and, and get the algorithm to start suggesting your shorts. So I think that'll only grow. Yeah. And, and really what I'm after there is subscribers to convert to long form. Mm -hmm. So I'll follow that. And, so far I've been, I've only been doing that like three weeks and so far it seems like it's starting to work, but it's still early. Yeah. Awesome. And how much extra time is it taking you when you use Opus? Uh, I worked on it for about an hour and a half this morning and got like, I think four or five shorts. And that's your whole short strategy for the week. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. So that time wise, that that's not bad. If I can convert, that to a few hundred new subscribers a week, it's worth the time. Well, you're killing it, Tim. That's really exciting to hear about everything you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're excited for this new year. I, I, I am very excited. I'm very excited. I, I had last month between YouTube and Facebook, I had just under 10 million or 2 million views Man. for the month. Wow. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. And these, these deals and these relationships and, and that's so valuable because you need to diversify, you know, if, who knows what could happen with YouTube? They could completely change some policies or, you know, there can just be things where, you know, you could get hacked. I hope that would never happen, but it happens. Bad things happen where, you know, something it, could it happen. Does. Channel. And, and that's like uh, Google with that helpful content update. I mean, YouTube could do something like that anytime. Yeah. And you just, you don't know. And it's, it, it's, I, I've been in business most of my life. And that's one of the things about being a business is you control your business, but this kind of business, a big part of it, you have no control over. And that was a big adjustment that I had to come to, to in this business. You're so diversified now though. you have your, your website, you have the blogging relationship, you have that TV deal. You have YouTube, you have Facebook. I, I think you're pretty steady now. Yeah. And that's why I try to diversify and, um, and so that if I lost one of them, it, it wouldn't hurt too much at one time. Well, thank you again for being on a second time. We're happy to oh, hear from you. Oh, thank you. I enjoyed it. Yeah, hopefully get an update <laughs> in the future. Yeah, it's been doing great. Enjoy talking to you. Yeah, you too, Tim. <laughs> <laughs>